Hello, animation fans, and welcome to another iAnimate podcast. I'm your host, Larry Vasquez, and you're listening to episode 77. Joining me as a co-host in this podcast but could not make the introduction is my buddy Rick Arroyo. We were very excited to be able to talk with our guest, uh, Wes Mandel. Uh, He has been in the animation industry for quite some time, has worked for amazing studios such as um, DreamWorks PDI, ILM, uh, Sony, um, Braun Animation here on the Netflix original, The Willoughbys, and uh, he's worked on such titles as Iron Man 2, Terminator Salvation, um, Ice Age, The Meltdown, Madagascar 3, Megamind, one of my personal favorites. And uh, as I mentioned, he was able to be an animation supervisor on The Willoughbys, the Netflix original. Um, so it's just really neat to be able to talk with somebody at this high of a level who's been in the gambit from VFX to feature and to uh, kind of just pick their brain and talk animation. So definitely check this out. All right, we ready, gentlemen? Yes, yes. Yeah, all right, sweet. all right. Wanda, let me stretch. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Me, me, stretch. Me. <laughs> <laughs> well, first off, Wes, we do appreciate you joining us in this podcast. We've got a lot of listeners throughout the, the whole continents and uh, the world, and so it's always neat to kind of get people like you who, you know, maybe bounce around or certain locations and people don't get to have a chance to sit down and talk with. And so we appreciate you taking the time so our listeners can hear. So you thank you so much. You betcha. All right. Um, as I first started off, I was looking at your IMDb, and you've got a really, really cool roster of a lot of movies you worked <laughs> on and uh, studios that you've worked with. Uh, PDI. Was it PDI at DreamWorks or uh, SoCal? Yeah, PDI. PDI, yeah. Blue Sky, um, Real Effects. You've worked on uh, The Willoughbys, which we will get to talk about here for the Netflix original, um, Rock Dog, Book of Life. Uh, one of my favorites, Megamind. I saw that on there. I was like, yeah. <laughs> so how did you get into animation? Um, well, actually, I was a, I was a car mechanic. Um, <laughs> wow. Okay, hang on real quick. This is why I like I, I hope our, I hope our audiences don't get – I, I ask this question a lot, and that's why, because you know we, our head of animation, Jason Ryan, he was going to get into accounting, and you know he ends up getting into animation. Someone else gets in, and you're just like, so when I hear that, I'm like, how did you go from a car mechanic to animation? Well, uh, I grew up in Oklahoma. Okay, and I was really into cars. Uh, I used to do uh, put, uh, custom paint jobs and stuff like that. So <laughs> killer. Yeah, I was into the lowrider scene and all of that and uh, <laughs> dating a girl <laughs> i know right <laughs> low rider wes i mean we're we're at a whole new level I gained, like i'm like oh, am man. i hearing this right this is amazing yes. I, had a, I had a black 85 s10 that i had it on airbag suspension so i could drag the frame had suicide doors oh uh, killer yeah it was pretty pretty crazy right when i finished that trek i had it for about six months right before i decided to move to san francisco and be an animator so, yeah bucket list Check. yeah yeah it's <laughs> awesome no i had a uh, I had a girlfriend who was uh, in graphic design was going to university of oklahoma and uh we got to chit-chatting and you know i used to paint graphics on cars and she's like that's pretty much what i do and i was like wait you can you can do that as like as a paying job. Um, and she was like, yeah, so I was tired. Here's, here's the funny part. I was tired of the long hours of <laughs> being a car mechanic and painting. So I decided to get an animation. 
Because <laughs> that's a cush job there. You don't have to worry right. about the long hours and stuff, right? Right. right. Uh, yeah, and then I was going to school for graphic design, and then um, I saw episode one, Star Wars, and was uh, blown away just by the, the CG and decided pretty much at that moment that that's what I wanted to do. And since cool. I was going to school for it, I was like, I went to my um, – uh, instructors and asked what that was and how do I do it and at that time uh, CG animation was still pretty young uh, there was about six or seven schools that I could actually go to um, and all of them because I didn't draw a whole lot so uh, I had to submit demo reels and uh, portfolios um, and my portfolio was full of cars uh, <laughs> paint jobs on the cars and of course, I didn't get accepted to any of them except for the Academy of Art in San Francisco. Okay. So six months later, I was in San Fran. Very cool. That's a bit of a change from Oklahoma. I've a been out there, uh, big wrestling community. So um, <laughs> I've been out there for uh, for some uh, the NCAA's before. So yeah. Nice. Um, but obviously, a big difference from coming out to San Francisco. How was your adjustment coming to California? Uh, it was good. I was actually born in uh, Hawthorne, California. So okay. Just, mm. Uh, just in LA and uh, I had a my uncle and my grandma lived out in LA and so I'd go out there and visit and stuff but, okay yeah so it wasn't that big but I was I was very defensive uh, about all the Oklahoma jokes and stuff for a little while now I now I give my family a hard time you so. make it now okay <laughs> <laughs> so now how long before getting out of school did you jump into the industry Ah. Uh, I started in 99. I went to, uh, started in college then. And, uh, in 2002, 2003, uh, me and uh, a few buddies, uh, went down to SIGGRAPH in LA. Okay. And so I was in these, uh, Pixar classes. It was where, uh, some of the guys from Pixar came to the Academy would teach classes and each class you had to do kind of like a little demo reel of your previous work to get accepted to the next class. And so I had that together on my VHS tape, dating myself a little bit here. Uh, <laughs> but I had, had that, and uh, my buddy was graduating, so he was looking for a job. So he talked me into just making a few uh, demo reels, and he just submitted it. He's like, what's the worst that can happen? Mm. So he submitted it, and we both got an uh, apprenticeship at uh, ILM. Very cool. So nice. 2003, we showed up. Uh, shaking in our boots and uh, yeah, I was an apprentice uh, before I even graduated. So very cool. Pretty fortunate. Um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Any particular artists that took you under their wings during that time? Oh, uh, Sean Kelly, uh, Delio, um, all those guys, Glenn McIntosh. All right. Uh, yeah. Uh, good name. All, all those guys, man, they yeah, were yeah, yeah. phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, great animators. Uh, yeah. Steve Nichols, uh, I can just go on and on, like all of just them. like Every giving shout outs on the stuff like that. That's right. always neat when someone gives it, you know. Uh, and these, these are and, cool artists that really care. Like even yeah. like in community, when like you know, like I like I've been tweeting a lot lately, and they're really active and they're they're really cool. But I'm really curious on the apprenticeship program. Like, how what was the jump or like what was the experience? Like, what did you really felt like you were getting from it or like? Yeah, it was, it was really great. So when we started, uh, we were in the training area and the whole idea behind it was we were going to do these exercises um, mm -hmm. and then we'd have, you know, 
professional. I mean, this is before Animation Mentor. This is way back when. And so we'd have these pros that are in the next room working on films. Uh, they would mentor us, like come over and critique our work and, and things of that nature. Um, and then the movie Van Helsing started uh, falling behind and they needed help. So they grabbed the apprentices and uh, gave us little little bitty pay bumps and uh, threw us on the movie. And Very cool. What kind of yeah. shots were they giving you? Like blinks or like where are they? <laughs> you know? um, at first we were doing uh, motion tracking. So okay. like, I don't yeah, know yeah. if you've seen the movie Van Helsing, but uh, the uh, Frankenstein had like this glowy stuff uh, you can kind of see through his head. Yeah, yeah. And so we were tracking that stuff. There's a whole bunch of bats uh, at first that we were tracking and started animating those guys. So it was a whole bunch of like background kind of stuff. And then as the movie went on, um, you know, me, my buddy, John, uh, Scott, um, a handful of us started actually getting some like smaller shots. And yeah, I was, was petrified the whole time that <laughs> they were going to figure out I was a fraud. I, I lived in, uh, I lived in San Francisco and it was in San Rafael and I'll probably get in trouble for saying this, but I used to, I do the math and it took me longer to drive home, sleep and come back. So I used to sleep under my desk because <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was yeah, so yeah. afraid it's I was okay. going to get fired. <laughs> so that was the past, but that showed your dedication. Yeah. Um, you well, know, nobody, like, nobody should do that. Nobody should have to do that. No. Yeah, I just had no. all the, yeah. The rite of passage is, is, is gone, right? You know, the hazing and the rite of passage, you know. I don't know if, if that still exists. I wish. Uh, Sometimes I wish it does. But, yeah, it makes you a little battle-hardened, huh? <laughs> a little bit. Exactly. A little bit, yeah. Yeah. So that was some of your first work. What were you thinking during that time too? Because as you said, you know, you're getting into animation, but it's motion tracking. Were you just, hey, I'm glad to start getting my foot in the door? Or is it like, hey, I can't wait to get past this? Or what was your thought process during that? Ah, uh, man, I was, I was a sponge. I was, uh, I would ask a thousand questions and um, anything they gave me, I was super stoked to have. Um, yeah, I didn't, I thought going into it that it was just going to be the, uh, apprenticeship for like I think it was three months or four months mm -hmm. and then I'd be out the door and you know I'd have to you know go finish school and do that whole process again but luckily they liked my work and you know ended up hiring me for for a bit yeah. um, uh, and my buddy John and uh, I think Scott as well yeah there was like three or four of us that got hired uh, my buddy Jeep as well yeah, there was there was a good handful that they ended up liking our work a lot, so they we hung out. And yeah, part of the reason. Really, go no, for sorry. it. So really quickly, I think uh, that's something that we haven't talked. I don't think we have talked about is sometime when you're an apprentice, you get in as you know intern or whatever. You want the big shots, or you want to sh prove yourself. Did you ever get angry, or did you see any of the the other apprentices get angry, or did you guys knew it's like? got to keep your cool, you got to earn your dues or you got to. Yeah. It was more like I, again, the whole time I was, I was always running scared. So <laughs> any, anything they gave me, I was so petrified that they, uh, you know, see right through me and, and, and fire me. Yeah. So anything they gave me, I was, I was super happy about Like I did the, we did the motion tracking stuff for a little bit and then, uh, then we got some shots and animated and, um, you know, a bunch of background stuff. I ended up, Ended up doing like, uh, well, at the time, I thought it was like the coolest shot in the world was where the, the Hell Beast transformed into the, 
or Dracula transformed into the Hell Beast. And mm -hmm. it was up on the ledge, way in the back, and I just thought it was the coolest thing in the world. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I, yeah, I never got mad at anything. Every everything they gave me, I was blown away that they'd even trust me with it. And of course, you know, I mean, this is back in two thousand three, two thousand two, when we were working on it, and mm -hmm. I, I really couldn't believe that they were given some kid that didn't even graduate school yet uh, shot in a feature movie you mm -hmm. know that they're paying millions of dollars and like they're asking me to do stuff so i was i was pretty blown away that's killer that because is, yeah one of the things that the reason why i asked that is because we've talked about in a previous podcast is just not uh despising small beginnings you know that idea yeah. of and, and that's why i look at like i said look at your imdb and, and the movies that you've worked on and i go i think that's a large testament to what you're talking about there, just being that sponge, willing to take it in and willing to take the shots that may not seem that big of a deal at the time, but you're wanting to grow and learn. And so, yeah, um, um, there's, so yeah, there's no such that. thing as a, a non-important shot. Very cool. Yeah. yeah, it's true. I mean, you're, you're telling a story and that's, that's the biggest part of what we do is we're, you know, uh, Jorge and I always had this little argument of uh, what's more important to a movie uh, we always agree stories, number one. He always said design and I said performance because you got to have good storytellers. And yeah. every single shot in a movie is telling a story. Mm. So even if it's just a finger turning on a switch or the clock hand moving, you know, it's telling a story. So as an animator, if you get that shot, it's just a clock hand moving. It's like, well, it's telling something. Is it, is it you know, a whole bunch of anticipation dropping or is it like time is going really quick like it's mm. telling a story gotcha and that's what we're doing so there's no such thing as a, a bad shot so good there's deal. wisdom right there everyone yeah. i want everyone that's gold nuggets <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i feel like i'm jumping on a soapbox here <laughs> <laughs> uh, no that's great and another thing yeah <laughs> <laughs> so that was that you said that was for ilm mm -hmm. okay so how long did you stay there during that time you said Van Helsing uh, and yeah I was there for I think about two and a half years almost okay. two years I think um something like that yeah and then uh then I went to Blue Sky after that okay what made you want to make the jump from VFX to feature type animation or was it just the uh, something opened up and what was that um yeah I wanted to do I think my so all right, this is a little cheesy, but uh, when I when I decided to be an animator and I started going to college, uh, you know, my my family was big uh, Star Wars fans. Uh, my mom always said that you know I, I saw the first Star Wars because she was pregnant with me when she went and saw it. Oh, very cool. Um, which I think is kind of kind of funny. Anyway, uh, so we were watching uh, Episode One, and I was uh, deciding to go to school, and I was like, you know, and I did the math. I was like, if I really busted my ass, ooh, can I, sorry. Yeah, that's good. You're good. <laughs> okay. Uh, if I really busted my butt, uh, you know, and, and, you know, worked really hard, maybe, just maybe I could get hired at ILM and work on the third one, you know, because mm. the timing would line up. Yeah. And yeah, sure enough, you know, that's exactly what happened. Very so, cool. I think it was one of those, like, you set goals and then yeah. when you achieve them, you're kind of like, well, what's next? Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that was one of those things. Of course, in school, um, I gained a, a bigger appreciation for uh, feature animated movies versus uh, visual effects. Because, you know, 
I didn't know anything about animation. I'm not, uh, all, a lot of my friends are like, oh yeah, I always want to be an animator. When I was six, I was drawing and all that. Yeah. Like I was not that guy. Uh, in fact, uh, one of my buddies, uh, Travis, uh, every time a Marvel movie came out, I'd be like, okay, so who's this guy? You, know, <laughs> I, 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 you were allowed to cars, go to the movies man. with him? I yeah. know, right? <laughs> like, yeah. like, you don't know? No, no, you stay in the park. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's not with <laughs> me. Like, yeah, he's yeah, not with so me. He, Come on. Yeah. <laughs> I was I was the car guy. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, yeah, I was the car guy. I, I was really into cars and stuff, and I wasn't into comic books or anything like that. Um, but yeah, we're, what were we talking about? Like, Your goals, uh, like I, I'm really yeah. big on goals, and and I believe it's something that students should have. They should have short, mid, and long term goals. Yeah. That was yeah. a big goal. I think. Um, what like did you have something that you like a habit or routine or or like you know did you have like a poster or something that reminded you or was it like you kept motivated you were hungry or it's like what was it that you can potentially share with our audience that would like them like i i get wes like, uh, I, I feel the same way i'm i'm a i'm a pretty logical person so mm -hmm. i'm very analytical mm -hmm. um, and because of that i always analyzed uh things like like when i screwed up i i get obviously a little frustrated but i'd always like ask why why did i yeah. mess up what did i do wrong here and mm -hmm. anything like that so i was always you know like um if something didn't work you know i didn't just ex, ex you know uh i didn't, you didn't look at I, it as a failure but you always wanted to problem solve and did. figure it yeah, out and make yeah. it into a learning yeah, right. I never, yeah. I never saw anything as a failure. It was always a learning experience. Right. Um, I always asked why and kind of got to the bottom of it. And I mm -hmm. think I never took it personally. And I think I was pretty fortunate now. I was in martial arts as a kid. Oh, cool. And my uh, instructor always, always made it a point to either you're teaching or you're learning. Mm. So when we would spar and things like that, we wouldn't, we'd never fight about our level we'd either fight somebody above us or fight somebody below us. So either we were getting our butts kicked and learning from it, or we were teaching. Was oh, one of course. We were that never... a, that's a great mindset. I love yeah. that. Actually, <laughs> both of them yeah, were like, <laughs> now that's, that is yeah. martial art training. To the yes. <laughs> what martial arts just out of curiosity? Yeah. Uh, it was Taekwondo, but it okay. was, uh, it was like an older style. Um, uh, man, it was a long time ago. It was, uh, like Gojuru, is that right? I'm not familiar with that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Taekwondo. Older, we'll, we'll just keep yeah, it at that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so whenever whenever anything kind of didn't go my way, um, I'd always I'd always ask why, mm. and then just try to analyze it from there. Um, but I always had this crazy work ethic too. Like, oh man, I feel like I'm dropping all this stuff. My mom, my mom always said if uh, you know when I was a kid working at Home Depot. And I was mad because I wasn't getting paid enough. She was like, well, how much do you want to get paid? And I was like, ah, $10 an hour. And she was like, well, then work like you're getting paid $10 an hour because that's the only way you're going to get it. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, you know. And, and so I, I kind of always had that. And luckily, you know, from my past experience, my past lives, should we say. Yeah. Life experience, I, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I, I think that's, that's exactly, you know, I never, never really complained about pay or, or anything like that. I just, I just did, did the job. Um, That's great, man. Yeah.
that's great. So, and I think, like I said, that's a, a large testament to looking at your, your roster, animation supervisor, lead animator, directing animator. I think that's just paying your dues prior that set this, a lot of this up. So that's, that's really neat to hear. Thanks, man. Appreciate that. So getting into Blue Sky, what was the first one you worked on? Was that, that Ice Age, uh, the Meltdown? Yeah, Ice Age 2. Okay. Yeah. How was that transition from VFX to feature for you? Oh, it was hard. Okay. That was super hard. <laughs> <laughs> like, you had a moment, you see that, you notice the eye darts, you look down, left, thought, reflection of emotion, bringing it forward. And Tragedy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it was hard. Yeah. Right there. That's, that's pure analyze. You just watch the video. Okay. <laughs> well, no, they're very hard. different. They're yeah, very yeah. different. What, what yeah, made it, was... it hard? What made it hard? What was, what was the, the first challenge or obstacles that you had that you're like, oh my goodness. I was, I was used to like realistic animation, mm -hmm. you know, uh, working for ILM, everything had to, you know, look real. Yeah. Um, and so I was used to these, um, rules, you know, yeah. like, mm -hmm. um, this is how you shift weight. This is, you know, all of this stuff. And, yeah. and it was something, you know, you could pretty much like put down a checklist in a sense. Yeah. And that's kind of what I was used to. And so after doing that for two or three years and, um, really kind of honing that in, I go to Blue Sky, and my first shot was uh, Eddie was uh, one of the possums. Mm -hmm. uh, it was right after Crash slammed into a tree, and Eddie had to like yell, yelled out Crash, and he went running, uh, running after him. And so my first pass was like, you know, he did like one, two kind of hits, you know, and I did like the the scapulas all going in, taking all this way, just all this crazy stuff. And of course I wanted the details. It's so yeah, real. So crazy. And I wanted to impress him. And uh, Mike Thurmeyer came by and he was like, yeah, no, that's, that's not what we're doing. And I was like, and he was like, you know, take some frames out, make this faster. And I just, I couldn't see it. And I had such a hard time. And I, I think it went like four or five times, four or five passes. And of course my confidence is starting to drop and I'm thinking, what am I doing here? And uh, that guy, man, he sat down with me and he was like, look, I know, we know you can animate. And he, of course he's, he's boosting up my confidence. He's like, look, we hired you. There's a reason why we hired you. You're good. You can do this. Blah, blah, blah. I'm going to show you. And he sat down and he drew on my screen and like plotted out uh, the animation pretty much like put a frame here, put a frame here, put a frame here. And I did that. And I was like, this is crap. I can't see any of it. You know, it's just, it's, it's too strobey and all that. So I show it and he's like, yeah, that's it. Now go ahead and spline that out. And I spline it out. And as soon as I spline it, I was like, oh, and it, and it kind of <laughs> uh -huh. clicked. Yeah. It was the yeah. little aha moment. And yeah, yeah. you know, he helped me a lot, like yeah. certain things. And I started asking more questions like, okay, well, I see uh, like Aaron, uh, he's doing scrat over here and he, he's, he's moving things like, you know, really quick. And it's like, it makes no sense to me, even though it works. So I used to, with their permission, <laughs> I'd open up their Maya files and go in and just look at their curves. I'm like, how did he do that? Um, always with their permission. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, and then that's, that was, you know, I'd always ask why. So yeah, that transition was, it was tough. Very cool. That, that is really cool. I got two things. I have two yeah. questions, right? First thing, I think that's amazing. And that is something, you know, like this is why we do live demos at iAnimate. So you can uh, see how the instructor works or, you know, instructor, the, the supervisor, the, the lead, the director, mm -hmm. whatever position they have. But you can see how they work. And that's what you did. You literally 
open you went on your own and, well you asked permission which is i got permission <laughs> you got the blessing but that says something um my question for you is when you started at at um Blue skies, Sky. like yeah. Were you animating like post pose, or were you layering like you just animated like the you know just the body and kind of get the timing? Like how were you animating before versus the kind of things they were teaching mm-hmm. you? Like what 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 was the difference? And I think that um, is that is very important. I yeah, that I think that was part of the the, the tough transition. Mm-hmm. Um, at that time, I don't know how it is now. Um, yeah. At that time, uh, everybody did stepped blocking. Yeah. And yeah. coming from ILM, uh, which of the VFX world is completely different, you've got to get your shot almost 80% done yeah. before. It's like a solid first it. pass, right? A solid, I it's right like timing, a, the weight, yeah. Yeah, you got to have all that stuff. So I was, yeah. I was like layer kind of um, mm-hmm. more like spline blocking, yeah. Um, all yeah. that stuff to, you know, get the physics and all that. Um, so that was kind of how I started. And they were yeah. like, yeah, this is way too much information. And this is, this is taking too long. Yeah. Like, you know, I was really slow. So trying to gain that eye and retrain my eye to see um, stepped blocking and um, focus more on posing than the motion. Mm. Um, like the story of the bit. pose, what you're trying to get at, right? Yeah. 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 Trying to get that skill honed in to where you know for the last three years i was just doing physics like it yeah. always had to be physics and yeah of course we still worried about silhouette and all the yeah, posing yeah. and all that yeah, stuff yeah. as well but it was mainly about the physics because you had to get it to a certain point before you can yeah. show the director and at blue sky of course the director's in the world of animation so he can see the steps he can see yeah. you know just here here's some here's three poses uh, are they telling the story properly yeah. you know like he can see that to where you know michael bay is never going to be able to see that that's not yeah exactly you know he exactly. needs to see it moving yeah so yeah that that took me it took me a while yeah, I, I think that is super important that you you point that out and that you were able to learn it at, at like really early on in your careers because you know i deal with a, a lot of animators and and often enough it's you know the animators need to do the shot completely and i'm like no <laughs> you know like I don't need a shot. You can show me really rough. It doesn't matter which style you go. You know, you do it in spline, do it in step, you do it, you know, in layer. I, I don't mind. But what I want to do is make sure that it works early on. And the fact that you were able to adapt and that you said, you know, like at first you were doing layer, really physics, but then you picked up a whole different skill, which many animators today, you know, uh, that haven't gone to certain type of training didn't have. You were very fortunate to, to be in that environment. I think that's really awesome. Yeah. I would, I would say that's, that's through my experience. I find that that's actually been a pretty good weapon. Um, yeah. That I've had uh, mm-hmm. just based on, cause I did go back um, to ILM after that. And I, I did a blocking pass cause then now I'm used to doing steps and yeah. you know, some of those supervisors couldn't see and they were like, what are you doing? And I was like, <laughs> Oh, right, right, right. So then I could go back and I could, <laughs> Yeah. You know, I could do the right thing. Yeah. Um, of course, that does come with experience and time. Yes. But I, yeah. it's also, I think what's what's great is there's so many different workflows out there that mm-hmm. I think it's great to kind of get your toes wet in all of them and then find what works for you. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the hard part is, is there are going to be situations where you're going to have a, a supervisor or a lead or you or know, a director, director yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, that they can't see everything. So it's good to have that in your arsenal to be mm-hmm. able to, 
to do that. And, and there's tricks around it. Like, uh, when, when I was first learning step to, to teach myself, I'd spline it out, then I'd stamp it out and look at it, mm. you know, so to you, kind of you still went your, myself. You went your way yeah. and then you're like, let me, let me mm-hmm. convert into a step and see if I can. Yeah. So I could relate it. Yeah, you know, yeah. So you can actually compute, understand. Yeah. yeah. Reverse. Actually, you were just reverse engineering mm-hmm. based off what you knew, and then just yep. apply it. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. I'm loving yeah. this. Yeah. You said you used to do that, or is that still was that still part of your workflow for a bit? Uh, no, I did that to kind of train myself. Okay. And to because at that time, you know, it was it was a little bit quicker uh, to be able to step because in a sense, when you're doing that, you're there's more um, there's more forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. and stepped animation but the whole point of that with a feature is you know you're getting your story points across quicker quicker yeah. and that stuff is reading and you may have to take a little bit longer to um you know the infamous you hit that spline button when yeah. you get stepped and everything <laughs> freaks out so yeah soft, which is yeah which is my favorite part <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. actually i love yeah. that part are you serious yeah I love okay it. i'd love to hear why <laughs> and how you get across some of that here uh happy accidents Okay. That's, I love it for that. Um, Interesting. I'll, I'll, as soon as, as, if I'm working in steps and I hit that spline button, I'll play blast it instantly. I won't, I won't do anything. (laughs) I won't, I won't hit, you know, auto tangent or anything like that. I just, I want to see it. And of course you'll get heads flipping and you know, all this kind of stuff. But by watching it a few times, I'll see this little head nod and I'm like, Oh, that's a great idea. Cool. You know, and then I'll, I'll go in and I'll, I'll add that, even if it's on the wrong beat, but I'll see something in there mm. that just kind of sparks an idea. Nice. So it's, it's actually one of my favorite parts. I know everybody says I hate it. Yeah, that's the part where I have to go smack myself in the face a few times, make sure get myself pumped up because I know it's going to look like junk. And, uh... <laughs> no, you guys don't. You, li- you guys love it. Don't, come on. We love it, you know. I, I like I'm the like, process yes, before yeah, blocking. Yeah. I like that part, the blocking part. I like the polish that in the – middle part right after and you hit spine it's like oh man uh, <laughs> confidence has to be built back up again <laughs> yeah so how long did you stay at blue sky i was there for about three years okay yeah, yeah. throughout I, I, the multiple um shows there or would you catch yeah i worked on three shows um well i guess two and a half uh ice age two horton and ice age three now each studio kind of has their own um dna or you know what was it there that blue sky that you kind of took with you during that time and maybe on after or you enjoyed um the blue sky dna so to speak oh man this guy's awesome it was uh uh the culture is phenomenal um i you know it's still i still have some of my best friends uh there now uh so the culture i mean obviously it changes a bit but uh yeah the culture was phenomenal um taking risk with animation um i think i learned a lot there um if you have an idea uh you just you throw it down and see what happens see what sticks uh to where when i was at ilm obviously it was a little bit more uh realistic Mm -hmm. so like pulling frames out and playing with the timing of things uh yeah, that that was one of the big things. Definitely. One thing that stood out for me with uh, Blue Skies during that time is the the use of smears and multiples, right? They, mm-hmm. That was something that was like they brought in some of that old school right. vibe 
to and I know real effects too. Uh, when they started off, they too went the similar route and bringing some of them. And I love that to me, you know, when I was like, Oh my God, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and it was hard because, you know, I learned from, uh, you know, traditional animator, uh, Andy, and, you know, he'd be like, no, just like, just duplicate the arm, just, you know, duplicate the arm, add more, like, and they were doing that. And I was like, wow, like yeah. they get it. And I thought that was really cool. I mean, all these studios have something really original, really great. But that to me was one thing that really stood out for Blue Sky. Mm-hmm. And the fact you were able to work on these shows that yeah. really <laughs> exaggerated and it wasn't just the arm. I mean, it's like, yeah, like six arms. Like, and then, and then they just run, you know, I was like, wow, that's, that was awesome. That's what I, I think, thought, you know. I think what was great was uh, I, I'm going to go back to the team. Uh, the team was, was great because everybody yeah. had their, their strengths and mm-hmm. weaknesses and and it was interesting because uh a lot of times animators get a little selfish you know because i always say it's a team sport but it's a selfish way to get a job because <laughs> yeah, yeah. um, i mean at the end of the day it's like here's my demo reel but yeah. when you're working on a movie you're all kind of working together yeah. and it was the first time that i felt this uh like i don't it wasn't that i i needed to impress everybody everybody was so good that i didn't want to let the team down yeah. so it was kind of a, a little bit of a, a paradigm shift yeah. uh, for me uh you know ilm when i was there the first time i was trying to prove myself of course this was my first job and you right. know it was it was all about me trying to get better to where at, at blue sky um it was more about the team rising so we kind of leaned on each other a lot uh, <clears throat> you know i would I would get a shot and I couldn't figure out a face pose. I'd walk over to uh, Bruno's desk and like literally just say, Hey, draw this for me. Cause he was an amazing crass or um, uh, draftsman. draftsman and yeah. he would draw something out and he'd come over to my desk and like, like, Hey, I can't get the weight to work right here. How would I, you know, and I plot things out, you know? So it was like, it was kind of like that throughout the entire animation department like we all really work together let me let me ask you a side question one last question on, on this topic <laughs> no. is and something that i i have done over the years and i i still do with both my animators is i believe in like sometimes just like let me drive let me show you quick like i can explain it but sometimes it's just much quicker to fix the problem because i'm you know i'm in the game industry and, and the amount of work is is different compared to film but mm-hmm. Did you guys would like like uh, let each other like just sit down at your desk is like let me try something and just work on the animation or was it more like verbal doing drawovers or drawing a screen because back yeah. then that's what we would do is draw on people's screen right yeah yeah, yeah. I, I still do I yeah, still yeah, do yeah. Yeah. good good you kept the tradition alive you can you can ask any of my animators like this is my weapon there you go <laughs> that's right expo I there will you go. plot on your screen yeah little um, dots <laughs> you know? oh yeah that's me yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, yeah. I, I think I think uh, with the animators, it was more uh, like doing drawings and uh, tons of critiques. Um, yeah. I, yeah, me and oh, man, it was so many of us. Like I would send send my animation to Jeff or Leaf or or somebody, and and man, they tear it apart. You know, yeah. it's like we didn't have an ego at all. It was yeah. just like, this, but you knew this, it came this, from the right place. place. Yeah, you know, it's like because it was... we were all doing that for each other. It wasn't. Yeah, yeah. It it wasn't that competition. It was like, yeah. hey man, here's what's messed up with it, and you you'd look yeah. at it and go, yeah, you're right. Okay, cool. Yeah. I'll go fix that. Yeah. Um, the only time uh, I really think that happened was with like the supervisors. 
Uh, okay. and maybe the leads would come in and like, here, let me show you. And they'd sit down and, and, you know, they might play with your curves or something like that. But yeah. That was pretty rare. Okay. Um, okay. But most, most of the time it, it was, it was, you know, it was just all of us together. It, it felt, yeah, it felt like just everybody was trying to improve each other. Interesting. I'm going to ask questions myself now. I'm like, maybe I do it too often. <laughs> well, there, there's also times yeah. where, you know, you start working and you get really intimate with your own shot and you yeah. see things that nobody else is going to see because you're, yeah. you're in there messing with frames. And sometimes we would, like, I'd call uh, somebody over just to look. It's like, look at this. And as soon as they're standing there, I get really self-conscious. And then I see everything. <laughs> yeah. you know? And I'm like, okay, okay, go away, go away. I yeah. Wait, 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 wait. I'll call you back. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. That's, uh... <laughs> so there's that too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you said you went back to ILM. And mm-hmm. then from ILM the second time, where to? Uh, I went to DreamWorks. Went to PDI. Okay after that yeah Yeah. what made you go back from or from blue sky back into vfx to feature again uh that was a little personal i was uh was getting married um and that kind of fell through um and then yeah so i just you know a little bit of uh familiar familiarity you know okay it's like hey i'm coming back and they're like yeah sure you know uh worked there for a little bit and then uh an opportunity came up at dreamworks um and i really liked um, uh, feature, so I kind of want to get back into it. Uh, yeah, and then I popped over there and stayed there for a few years. Did you feel it would seem like you'd feel very comfortable up at uh, PDI because I, from what I've heard, um, they tended to kind of be a little more technical as well. And so it seems like maybe it's the blue sky aspect of the animation, but coming from an ILM that kind of had that realistic <laughs> did that was that a nice marriage there, or was it am I way off base? Um, yeah, no. I, be be honest, be honest. Yeah, I, can, I can tell by the end of the pause. I was way like, off base. For once, give me something, Wes. Come on, man. give me something. Well, I would, I would say, uh, I, I don't know. I, I feel like, I felt like the the beauty of feature was uh, we could control the frames as animators, okay. yeah. um, and on VFX you don't. You have to, which which is a positive and a negative as well. Like you know, here's your, here's your plate. And here's the camera move, deal with it, you know, and you had to come up with creative solutions. Mm. Um, and sometimes you'd have to make some creative conceits to get it to fit inside of that camera to where on feature, uh, I felt like we had that kind of freedom to ask like, Hey, I need, I need three more frames here to make this work. And they're like, cool. Yeah, you can have that. And you're like, (laughs) you know? Um, so I think, I don't know. I just, I really like that aspect as well. And I like the, the, um, uh, the different style, you know, um, to be able to, you know, do a a scrat like where he can jump across half of the, uh, forest in like two frames, you know, um, to, um, like Alex in Madagascar, when he walked, he was a little bit more rubbery and, um, like just all of that kind of stuff, which was, uh, super subjective, but at the same time had a certain feel to it. Um, so it was just, yeah, it was just a little different, different gotcha. tools, different, different software. Um, yeah, that was yeah. before uh, Primo, right? Yeah, it was Emo. Emo at the Emo, time, yeah, yeah. 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 I, I've seen it. it Look like uh, working in Excel a little mm-hmm. bit. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everyone got it so good now, man. Uh, yeah, yeah I know. they were. Uh, 
they were working on Primo uh, right before I left. Uh, uh, yeah, it was like got to see it, but never got to use it. So. <laughs> what were some of the lessons and um, things that you learned there at PDI? Uh, um, like their culture and you know their DNA. Yeah, they were. Uh, I think I think theirs was more for me was. Uh, I, I got to know Maya really well and uh, I can script. Uh, I wrote some tools like at, at Blue Sky, I wrote some tools and, and having that kind of, let's say mastery over a piece of software mm. to where I, I got to rely on it a lot. Okay. And I kind of became a little bit handcuffed based on that, that software. So I think one of the biggest lessons and I, and I try to teach, you know, my, whenever I'm teaching or, or, or trying to help somebody out, it's like, don't rely on the tools. Yeah. Um, like be more about the, um, the, the actual art the and the animation. The art. Yeah. The craftsmanship, yeah. because with the craftsmanship, you can take any piece of software and just, you know, at the end of the day, one of, one of my, uh, one of my best friends, uh, Vitor, uh, <laughs> we shared a shot once and, uh, that was the first and the last time I'd ever do that. <laughs> He was at Real Effects, oh. right? Yeah, this is at Real Okay, Effects. my brothers yeah. told me about him, and he said he's an awesome, awesome animator. Oh, he's but phenomenal, yeah. Uh, like crazy. The way he animates, <laughs> I, he's he's a he's a 2D animator, like in his head. Yeah, yeah. But it, I think he's a great example of uh, not letting the software hold you back. Um, but at, at DreamWorks, obviously, I had to learn that because I had a whole new piece of software that was mm. at least – 15 years behind Maya and I still had to pull off the same uh, animation at the same speed. Right. Right. Um, so I think that was a big lesson that I learned there, uh, which was fantastic. And obviously the, the people there were great and, and helped me through it. Um, but yeah, I think that was, that was probably one of the largest um, lessons I learned there. That's really cool though. That's a, that's a great lesson. I uh, took a workshop a couple, but actually over a year ago, with a uh, tall Schwartzman and uh, he's up at Pixar and he mentions kind of something similar where he just, mm -hmm. he, he kind of guards on how much he uses all the tools that they have there at Pixar because he doesn't want to ever get too dependent upon that kind of stuff. Yeah. 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 I mean, you're looking too. at pictures. Yeah. 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 At the end of the day, it's just, it's 2d images. Um, it is like I've had, you know, as a supervisor, I've, I've hired some people from larger studios that when they came in uh, they just, they couldn't, they couldn't do it because they relied so much on tools that they had, yeah. you know, like, like even the little things like tween machine and, and, mm -hmm. you know, things like that to where they got so dependent Custom, on that yeah, stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, or just uh, um, like even before the auto tangent tool was available in Maya, um, you know, at uh, blue sky, we had a, uh, I think we called it uh, auto converge or something like that to where we kind of do eases for you. Okay. Um, you just kind of assign it to a hotkey. Um, but you get so used to that, that you forget how to actually do it. You know? so, <laughs> or to even look for it. Right. You're right, like, oh, yeah. I thought the computer would do it for you. are like, no, yeah, exactly. don't ever do that. <laughs> I'm like, Hey, you know what you're animating, man. <laughs> yeah. Got to control every key. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that was one of the, one of the bigger lessons there. That's great. I think it's a great lesson. Just, I mean, I know we've got a lot of uh, professionals, but obviously we're online animation school. And so I know we get a lot of students too. And I remember, you know, starting out on Maya probably 
2012 ish or something like that. Mm-hmm. So that was, I didn't have tween machine. I didn't, you know, and I bought things like that and which, you know, use heavily still, uh, but still at least learning on a piece of software prior to that kind of stuff would be probably very beneficial before you jump yeah. into some of that kind yeah. of stuff. And, and that, I'd almost say scarred me to a point to where <laughs> now, like I, I don't use Anambot. I don't use, I don't use hardly any tools. Um, yeah. you know, like even, even the animation layers, like, no, nope, don't use those. Mm. Uh, I don't. Yeah. And I have, I have a lot of friends that are like, Oh yeah, all you gotta do is this, 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 and this, and you're, and you got it done. I'm like, or I could just move this key over here. <laughs> that's funny you say that sometimes uh, i show i show a bunch of tricks which you could do it in layer but like but you know just you know just take the curve and move it up you know there's your offset right there or there's you know? there's, there's uh, tricks like you know uh, yeah. for overlaps like you just take that curve move copy it over it, put it on the next joint <laughs> yeah, and put it on yeah. the next joint and then yeah. you know offset it and i think yeah but again i'm pretty old school when it comes yeah. to that stuff like ik spines i have a shirt uh, a friend of mine got says FK for life. <laughs> I don't, I don't like IK spines. You need to put that on a, on one of your old vehicles. I like that. We should make it. Right? We should make pa- it, it on one of your old vehicles. Yeah. That'd be real cool. <laughs> for life. <laughs> FK for life. Yeah, that's good. Um, I want to keep on this path with some of the projects that you've worked on in some of the studios, but just out of curiosity, what is your workflow? How do you approach a shot? Oh, man, talking about it. It's, it's different depending on the shot. Okay. Can you, know, you give us an example um, on when you might use one particular method and you know, for I'm a doing, quick acting or maybe a subtle one or. Yeah. If I'm doing like an action shot, I'm usually more, um, I, I film reference for a lot of stuff. Uh, okay. I like mirrors. Uh, I like to get up and perform it myself so I can feel it. Um, like where the, my weight is all that mm. kind of stuff. Um, so I, I really rely heavily on that kind of prep. Um, but when I get into Maya, usually on an action shot, I'll, I'll do a little bit more um, kind of straightforward uh, animation. From your from your reference, though. From my reference. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'll I'll go in and I'll put like my my key poses. Then I'll really think about the the in betweens and where the where the weight is. And mm. So do you put a key pose on the time that you want, or you put a key pose on like every single frame and then space it out? Like I usually do, you- do it on fours. Okay, uh, just, so just, just doesn't so matter. Have, doesn't matter the timing. Just every four frames, the key pose. Okay, yeah, that's fine. That's, start, no, it's really important to. Well, I, for me, it's like I'm just I'm kind of scratching, see, like, okay, what's yeah. So here? it's yeah. it's it's it doesn't matter where it is in real yeah. life. Yeah, uh, I just use fours. Yeah, uh, fours or fives, yeah. just so I have a little bit of like, okay, so what's my in between pose look like? Then I'll go in and I'll stamp that and yeah. I'll tweak that to get the weight yeah. right, and then I'll move everything to be back on fives again. Yeah. Um, and I'll kind of do that until I get the poses I want. Yeah. And, uh, and then I think about the, the in-betweens for that. And then I'll start working on the timing. And that's just, you know, but I stamp everything and I start moving things around to get mm. that timing. Yeah. Then so I start breaking posts, down. Yeah. Right. And yeah, I'll start bringing yeah. down where I need more information. Right, right. Um, that's how I kind of approach. I guess that's kind of how I approach most everything inside of Maya. Yeah. Uh, my prep is different for everything like uh, dialogue. This mm. is, this is, this is the yeah. way I do dialogue. I'll, I'll think about the shot where, it, where it lands inside of the sequence. Yeah. Um, and what is a, what the purpose of the shot is. So what, yeah. what's the emotion that's supposed to be coming across. Yeah. Then I get into like, what's, uh, what's the subtext, like what's yeah. going on. Yeah. Um, I'll write out the line dialogue yeah. Yeah. and then I'll make up in my head what they're actually saying. 
like yeah so you, oh, okay. you give yourself it's a different text, line yeah i think that yeah. is so important yeah. like not enough animators do that i believe they just get the habit when you're like i, I did it when i was a young animator i get the line i do the line and then yeah. it's like it works <laughs> but then your director is like yeah. lacking flavor right <laughs> you know so, so yeah. I always I always write down what the subtext is. Like if, mm-hmm. if they're saying, you know, yeah, sure, you can go outside. That's like, yeah, no, you're not going outside, mm-hmm. you yeah. know. So what I'll do is I'll, I'll write down what they're actually saying and then mm-hmm. I'll film reference of that. Like and I won't film that. reference yeah. of yeah. the actual uh, dialogue the line. I'll, I'll film reference of the sub because I'm not a trained actor. I can't say the line at the same time doing the subtext. I'm not that good. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm an awful actor. So I'm going to perform whatever it is I'm saying. So that's what, that's the way I'll, that's, I'll that's that. very cool. That's actually but, really cool. Yeah. But I'll break down, I'll break down the dialogue, like literally line by line, everything. I'll put the inflections into it and like, what do they mean by this? Yeah. I, I, I break down the line of dialogue. Um, and then, yeah, I'll film the reference based on that. Do you gravitate towards any particular, you know, if someone were to typecast you, do you uh, gravitate towards subtle acting, action, you know, comedy, or do you like the the range? That changes, man. Okay, <laughs> depending on your yeah, mood. Like, I've been doing this the, for too long, <laughs> man. It just change, whatever. Change. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I yeah, I I like I like the the uh, realism. I like I like. I think right now I'm kind of getting more into like the, the pushed realism. Okay. Um, meaning like, uh, um, realistic or yeah, more hyper real kind yeah. of, uh, like your in-betweens are pushed more so than, uh, saying screw gravity, like keep yeah. the gravity, but how far can you push it? Like, I really yeah. like that stuff right now. Um, but I mean, you saw the Willoughby's, I mean, that's, that's, that's a whole style in itself. Oh. Um, book of life was something different. Um, you know, all the way. Yeah. So I like it all. It just depends on my mood. It's kind of yeah. like, what's your favorite movie? It's like, well, is it Wednesday? I, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What was the last thing I watched, right? Yeah. Yeah. So how was it working with Chris Pern? I mean, uh, he's a buddy and, and did you get a chance? How, how was it? Like, it's pretty awesome. He's, he's great. He's yeah, great. yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. he loves a Canadian whiskey, just so anyone knows. Yeah. If, you're, if you're going to do an <laughs> interview, right, bring him a Canadian whiskey. I'm telling you right now, but don't say it. Don't. When you bring him to them, he's like, wow, I love this stuff. And he's just say, Rick says that this will give me an opportunity. <laughs> you're on your own. <laughs> right? Yeah. Can I say that? Should I have a share this? <laughs> Chris, I love you, brother. I love you, brother. No, Chris is, Chris is fantastic. Uh, yeah, he was he was a lot of fun to work with. He he was uh, I'm uh, the way I, I run a team. Um, I really feel it's important to have a conversation between the director and the animator because you know the animator's doing it. It's the director's vision. Yeah. And as far as leadership, we're just there to help facilitate that. Um, yeah. I I'm not a fan of like you have to get it approved by your senior, by your lead, then the supervisor, then you know. And I just. I just think it's that it's diluted be, sometimes. Yeah, yeah, it gets diluted, and I think the the artists, um, you know, half of half of what makes our job fun is you know coming up with the idea and the director loving it. Right. I mean, and I, getting I that feedback, like I yeah. love that idea, and you're like, 
my goodness, the director loved it. Yeah, that was yeah. my idea. That's in the movie. You know, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not gonna lie, it's one of my favorite things. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I think it's important, and I think the director too knows that. If like, if I can get them to commit as much as as I'm committed to telling the story, the story is gonna get totally, better. Yes, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Oh, I mean. Man. Yeah. So he, we would, in dailies, we'd have discussions, you know, between the artists and the director and myself. Uh, and like, we would, yeah, we would just chat about like, this is what we think it is. And then the anime would be like, okay, cool. Hey, I was thinking this. It's like, oh, that's a cool idea. And then, you know, and it would just go back and forth. So he was really big about that. Like we would rap about ideas. And, and then of course, sometimes he had very specific things that he was after. Right. Right. Um, you know, he's got the, he's got the big picture idea of what he yeah. needs done. Uh, but at the same time, like, yeah, it was always, it was always great. Cause it was always a conversation. Yeah. Now, were you at Braun animation before the project picked up or did you go over there for this one? Uh, I actually went over there uh, or over here uh, for, I think animation was at 10% done. Okay. Um, so luckily like one of my buddies, Eric uh, was one of my leads on book of life. I was in London at the time. Uh, and I was wanting to come to Vancouver and I was like, Hey man, I'll just come over and, you know, just animate, uh, on the show. And so Rob Lodemeyer was the supervisor and he got promoted to co-director. So they needed somebody to take over. So yeah. Right, got nice. Very cool. <laughs> yeah. We actually had quite a, uh, quite a few of our alumni work on that. Roy Stein, Martin mm -hmm. Smith, yeah. um, India, get her last name off the top of my head um yeah and they were getting to talk about it and just said it was a blast to work on they so, did a good job right yeah yeah, they, yeah. They did great. good good we gotta I mean, make sure you know i mean you I saw the movie represent. right yes <laughs> like hey i gotta tell you this is uh the the style and the look caught my attention right away the um premise of the story was very different at first it was one of those ones when you kind of start looking at it, kind of like this is this is odd, you know, and uh, in prep for this podcast here, I just dove into it and <laughs> it was a blast. I love the humor. Um, <laughs> I thought the style of animation was just so much fun. And you can just see that, like you said, you know, you have an artist who's going to own that. And you can see where that just, it, it looked like they were trying to do, hey, how can I make this really sh shine on the, uh, on the show, you know? Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, anything job, particular during that project because what was your role on that one uh i was a supervisor so i was, I okay. was head head of okay. uh, animation now had you been head before on some of this stuff or was this your on, first on book of life okay I was head on that gotcha yeah. okay so this wasn't your first rodeo as far as the head anything different from this studio versus working at real effects on uh, being a head of animation um yeah i mean the the largest difference for me was uh on on book of life i was in from the beginning um, so, uh, setting up the department and all that kind of stuff, I had, uh, more of an influence. And when I came here, we had to make some adjustments and, you know, there were certain things already in play that I just kind of had to deal with. Um, so that was different. Um, but I gotta be honest, the, the team was phenomenal. I absolutely expected me to come in and everybody's like, well, this is the way we do things, blah, 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 you know, kind of having that attitude. Uh -huh. But when I got here, everybody was really excited and um pretty stoked and we made some some changes and everybody was 100 percent behind it and um yeah it was it was a lot of fun um, but yeah they were they were very different mainly because of the the scenario okay was there any um 
particular challenges working on a film like this that was going to Netflix per se versus, you know, the theaters. Um, I don't think it looked in quality lowered at all. I think that it was absolutely not looked amazing. I, yeah. Honestly, um, um, I don't think, I think the, I think what was great was uh, Netflix came and kind of gave us a little presentation that I think was really inspiring. They talked about how, because they're a streaming service, um, they're, they're not about your opening weekend. They're not about that box office. They're about content because, um, you know, everybody's kind of an individual out there. So instead of trying to dilute something down to where it hits more people, uh, they're okay with having a little bit something more of a niche and because they need content for those. That gotcha. Audience, oh, know? that's interesting. Which was really cool. So yeah. it kind of gave us that freedom to like, um, let's let's push the animation style. Let's okay. really play with it. Um, which you know they had made a lot of those decisions even before I came on. Um, but it was it was it was pretty freeing to you know it's like what can we get away with you know mm. and and of course Chris Chris has got that you know uh, comedic energy. timing and yeah. energy and that <laughs> so funny. Uh, yeah that sensibility that you know we would just go crazy. I mean, they're, they're still, they're still a, um, a company, uh, you know, you still have the execs that you still have to deal with. But, right. Yeah. Um, for the most part, they felt a little bit more hands off than what I was used to. Okay. Um, which was really nice. Mm. Um, because they did talk about that. They were like, you know, we can have super niche things because once it's on there, it's on there forever. Yeah. It's not, you know, it's, it's content and, and it's a Netflix original. So yeah. it's not going to go anywhere. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is pretty cool. Any particular highlights about working on something like this? Um, I think the style. The style okay. itself was a pretty big highlight. Yeah. Um, it was it was fun to, you know, like I, I like puzzles and I felt like it was a it was a big kind of puzzle. Um, like we gotta tell the story and we gotta get the motion to read, but what's the least amount of frames that we can do that? <laughs> um and you know, and everybody kind of had their own take on it. Um, and, you know, which gave people certain strengths. Uh, and we obviously cast them uh, those styles of shots. But yeah, that, that was that was fun. And especially when I first got here, uh, that learning curve for that and then, and then taking that and trying to push it a little bit further. Interesting. Uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Did you get to animate much on it at all, or were you too busy having to oversee? <sighs> Dude, I, I every show I supervise, I try. Try okay. my hardest. Um, I got one shot. I did okay. the the shot where um, the cat's coming across in the dark and does a little thing and then jumps up and punches the hole. Um, that's the only shot uh, Which towards the end it? of the movie. Where, the movie. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, and that took me a long time, and then they made some changes, and I had to give it to uh, Kane, one of the leads, to to clean it up because <laughs> I just didn't have time. But I always, always try to be on the box. Um, That's cool. You know, I think it was Bill Haller who I was, uh, we had talked with, and I think he said something to that effect. So that way he always kind of has his foot grounded foot. still in production yeah, yeah. where he feels yeah. he can empathize, so to speak, with yep. the artist. You don't feel like you've lost that, you know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's very cool. Yeah, both. I remember on uh, Book of Life, um, yeah, I, I had one shot on that that took me, 
like three months. <laughs> but of course, <laughs> I'm the boss, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah so production you know, more time. loved me. Yeah. Production <laughs> loved me. But yeah, but I, I, I agree, you know, both uh, Bill and I and uh, uh, Louis as well. Louis on there was one of my uh, supervisors on there too. And yeah, I, I made it a point. Like we all had to do a shot or two. Um, those guys did a little bit more, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's important because, you know, playing with the rigs, finding out what's really wrong with the rigs so you can help out and, you know, cause they're, you know, your animators are, are animating. They don't have time to fight those battles, mm. but as long as I actually understand what's going on, then I can fight those battles better. Okay. Um, and also the, the importance and the priority of it as well, yeah. like, you know, systems crashing and. Um, you know, it's the same thing. It's like, I'm not going to ask anybody to do something that I wouldn't do. Right. Yeah. Right. So. Yeah. Was there anything that was particularly unique set up with these rigs or did you guys use a lot of PSDs to help with the shapes and things like that? Or, um, um, no, I think, uh, yeah, it was, the rigs were a little tough at times. Um, but I think for the most part, you know, the, we had a, a small team. It was, yeah, you're kind of, you painting me into a corner here. Um, <laughs> we asked the tough questions of this podcast. I know, no. right? <laughs> That's right. Uh, they, they were rough, but I, I think, I think towards the end, we really came up with some nice solutions to help out. We ended up having a, a pretty big um, a tech anim team okay. that uh, would help us out with certain things that we couldn't get quite get. Um, then they would go in and uh, do that stuff for us, which okay. was pretty great. Yeah. And, and that's one of the things that, you know, it, it's, I don't mean to paint you in a corner and I don't mean that, you know, you don't ever want to throw someone under the bus, but part of it is just the nature of the beast where you've got a budget, you've got deadlines, yeah. you've got, you know, um, and it, it just, it is what it is. Um, it's at the end of the day, you get it on the screen and to make it look like none of that was ever an issue, you know? Yeah. Um, so that's why I was just kind of curious. Um, did you have the luxury of, you know, the rigs being, built in or do you have to work some of that afterwards or things like that? So just kind of always curious on how. Um, yeah. No, there's out. a lot, there's a lot where, you know, you try to do your best guess at the beginning of a show, of what right. You're going to need. And then, you know, like this character is a tertiary character and then, you know, story changes a three, little bit. Three months later, all of a sudden he's a main and they're like, <laughs> he doesn't have a face rig. And they're like, yeah, well you got a day to do it. Go. You know, <laughs> or or the other way it's like you spend months on one character and then all of a sudden their importance starts to drop and then they end up being a background character and yeah like, that reads amazing we're never going to touch it yeah. but it's yeah. awesome <laughs> you know? sounds like marketing you know like, yeah. we're gonna do this oh by the way extreme yes. close-up and you're yeah. like oh right <laughs> <laughs> you look yeah. around everywhere yeah. okay <laughs> that's making a movie yeah that's kind of why i asked that too I, you know um like I said, it maybe didn't have the big budget that sometimes, you know, a Pixar or a DreamWorks would have. Um, but you learn to get creative and you learn mm -hmm. how to solve these puzzles. And like I said, at the end of the day, you look at that film and it was, it was really, really beautiful yeah. all across the board. Well yeah. Awesome. Thanks. Glad you yeah. like it. Yeah. I'm, I'm really big on, uh, I, the later into my career, I guess, um, I really like the a little bit lower budget films. Cause I feel like that it, it forces you to be creative. Okay. Um, like, I mean, I think, I think, Rock, uh, dog and well, I think like book of life is, I think really, really beautiful. And we mm -hmm. came up with tons and tons of, 
uh, shortcuts and tricks and stuff just to get the look that we wanted. Uh, and I'm really proud of that. And then I go and see Coco and it's beautiful. Mm -hmm. But when I go see it, I just see money. It's <laughs> yeah. like, they uh, had time, they had money. Right, they had time and money. Uh, not to <laughs> say ramp that up, they didn't, ramp up, yeah. yeah. And not to say that they didn't have their hardships. I, mean, yeah, I know yeah, they yeah. did. Right, right. You know, I worked on those films. I have a lot of friends that worked on those films. And, and they're not, no film is really easy. Right. Um, but it's just, it's, it's just a different type of um, uh, box that you have to fit into. Yeah. You know, right. And you're, you're dealing with a $25 million, yeah. million dollar budget versus $125. There's, right. there's a lot that you can you can get away with. Yeah. Yeah. And that's one of my favorite things with uh, book of life. Like I feel like we solved a ton of problems and like Manolo with his square arms, uh, depending on like the animators really had to plan out the way he was or what he was going to do, because what he was going to do is how you would animate his arms. Oh. Um, Cause if you raised his arms, you couldn't move them forward. So if he's playing his guitar, you actually had to have them forward first. And, you know, so you had to animate kind of backwards just because of the, the design of the shoulders. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so you had to be a thoughtful. Bit, yeah. 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 Plan. yeah. So it's, it's just those creative boxes. I, I really like that. Cause I think, I think that's where a lot of creativity comes from. Yeah. You, you have this box and you got to fit in it. And it's like, all right, how can we do that? <laughs> so now you're still up at Braun then I'm assuming by your answer earlier. Yeah. Okay. Um, you guys working on something for Netflix again or something you could talk about? Uh, or? No, I can't really talk about it, but okay. uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're switching gears a little bit, uh, doing more of an episodic um, venture and we're, we're playing with the Unreal Engine. Oh, cool. Okay. Which is, yeah. which is pretty interesting. Yeah. It's yeah. a lot of fun. You're, um, but you're talking Rick's language right now on the, yeah. Hey, well, yeah, you know, from the gaming side here. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, animation is animation and then there's so much aspects of animation but you know i what i see uh we're going with the future you know that's why i animate we we we've been doing the done real workshops and we've been doing a lot of different things that's why we were uh i think we were the first also you know first for games first for motion capture mm -hmm. you know i really see the future and i like when we're we're ahead but I love where the feature TV and, and commercial is going and using the Unreal Engine to make it real time. Like it is a beautiful, beautiful future. That's, that's what I believe in. I really think it's going to be amazing. And we're going to start seeing that maybe three, three, three years from now, we're going to really see the, the advantage of it. But yeah. the fact that you guys are doing that, that's, that's awesome. That's yeah, very cool. pretty cool. Yeah. I, I've been really impressed with it. It's, it's, yeah. It's, it's impressive. <laughs> yeah, you see the eyes. Eyes lit up. It's like, it's like I didn't know we could do that. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah there's a yes, lot of that can. stuff. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of that stuff. Yeah. There. It's pretty cool. That's awesome. neat. So, awesome. Yeah. Any particular films that you've just throughout your, your career here? Like I mentioned, Megamind was, is one of my all-time favorites. Um, any other films that we haven't talked about that just are kind of staples in your career here? I know you brought up Book of Life multiple times mm -hmm. for the ability to work with uh, Jorge and, uh, you know, the – creative boxes that you had to work in there, but any other ones that we haven't hit upon yet? Um, yeah. Book of Life was, was amazing. I think Willoughby's is great. Um, Horton Hears a Who. Uh, that was, that was a lot of fun. Um, uh, I, I loved working on Terminator. That was great. Okay. Um, yeah. I, there's, there's been, there's been a good handful. <laughs> yeah, I was, yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah. I mean, 
the 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 list is awesome, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know? I think uh, just a, a little like animators moment. Um, I uh, was working on Terminator, and uh, I did the shot. Uh, this is Terminator's salvation, where he kind of decapitates him, and then he does the infamous cheesy fall on his knee and fall over. <laughs> Um, I was working on that and they asked me just to block it out so they could sim it. And I did the blocking of it and uh, ended up staying late that night just kind of animating it out just because I wanted to. It's like, um, I want this shot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, I want it. <laughs> and well, I blocked it out, sent yeah. it to them and they started simming it and stuff. And uh, then I just kind of want to animate it out. So I'd stay late and, and work on it. And then uh, my uh, supervisor, at the time, uh, sent it back to me because uh, he's he wanted me to do some adjustments on the the blocking so they could resim it because they couldn't get the sim to work right. Yeah. So then I was like, you know, I I animated that. And he's like, why'd you do that? He's, you know, this is really hard. And, da, 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 and I showed it to him, <laughs> and it was exactly what they wanted. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what time Very is it? Nice. What time is it? <laughs> <laughs> Take yeah. that sim calculation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Always good when you can do that. Very yeah. nice. Very yeah, nice. That was fun. Any um, advice for you know up and coming yeah. artists? What is the uh, one thing you wish someone told you when you first started, or or something like mid, like before you were like felt like, hey, I'm on the right path. Before mm-hmm. that point, anytime from the very start to that point, what it was the like one that one advice or that two two advice that you wish someone told you early on i think i think one of the i think it's 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 okay not to be the best i think that's nice that's i think that's important and know know that you'll get there i think that's the hardest thing because uh usually whenever i have a, a junior animator i've usually got to pull them aside at one point because uh, they do this thing, what I call woodshedding, mm-hmm. where they'll, you know, again, I did it. I'm, so I'm not placing blame. I totally right. did it. Yeah, where, yeah, yeah. you know, they get a shot, they go in, and they kind of go into their woodshed and, and work on this thing. And then, you know, three or four days ago by, and you're like, I haven't seen this shot. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah. what they want to <laughs> do is do the shot and go, ta-da! Yeah. And it's like, that's great, but he's supposed to walk through that door. <laughs> you know? <laughs> And I think that yeah. <laughs> to me, it's like you, you got to, in a sense, not to sound rough, but you kind of got to get over yourself mm, and yeah. know and have that thick skin and you're going to put something up that's going to get torn down. Yep. Yep. So yep. the earlier you can do that, the better off you'll be Yeah. Um, via, you know, taking notes, uh, quality, you'll have more time to polish, like, like all that stuff will work out in your benefit. Yeah. It's just, it's a tough pill to swallow in the beginning yeah. because at least for me it was because I was so worried that every time I put my shot up, I was being judged. Yeah. And yeah. it still feels that way, but you got to know that at the end of the day, you're hired there. So they know you can do it. Um, yeah. and as long as you're staying on track, you're fine. Yeah. Um, so have that confidence to show early and show often. Yep. Um, yeah. yeah. I always tell my team that I'll, say it over and over and over but i think that's one of the biggest things is is don't woodshed don't think you're going to come out of the the barrel and just go ta-da and it's going to be amazing (laughs) yeah yeah. and i know you got it in your head 
And when you're walking to dailies, oh man, it's going to be great. The director's going to look at this and they're going <laughs> to laugh. And then they're going to turn around and everybody's going to stand up and clap for me. It's going to be amazing. Put you on their shoulders. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And walk out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not going to happen. No. Yeah. yeah. No. So the yeah. earlier you can get something up there to make sure you're going the right direction, uh, everybody's going to be happy. Because yep. at the end of the day, everybody wants the best image on screen and as quick as possible because, you know, we got to finish the movie. Yeah. So, or the game or the, the TV show or, or whatever, it's got to get done. So the earlier you can show and, and swallow that pride and know that they're going to destroy it, yeah. the better off you'll be. What if I told you this? Right, and and I want you to give me your honest, your honest, brutal opinion. Right, just like be hardcore. I tell animators, you don't own the shot. However, you can choose the venture, the 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 journey of getting there. So don't think the shot is yours, but make that journey, that learning or getting there yours. That's what you want to own. It's the journey, the venture of creating animation. Yeah. And then I'm like, okay. And then I'm like, all right, high five. And then I like, <laughs> and they're like, yes. And I'm like, oh, so if I don't own it, but I've got to enjoy it. Like, I've been saying that for a while to, to my animators. I want to know your honest thoughts on, on that. Um, yeah, I'd agree with that. I mean, at the end of the day, I, I, I try to remind everybody that, um, you know, it's not your movie, it's the director's. Yeah. Um, they have hired you to help fulfill their vision yeah so the best thing you can do is try to make their vision the best you can do yeah um trying to change it because you have a different aesthetic or you disagree with something it's, it's not up to you it's it's theirs and i've told i've told a handful of animators that I've had to sit down and have a chat with that you know imagine you're the director and you've got this grand idea and you're dealing with an animator that thinks it should be something different. Mm. Um, it's, it's hard to deal with. Yeah. So at the end of the day, yeah, it's about that journey. It's about getting better. It's about um, getting a, getting that shot to look the best it can yeah. under the director's vision. Mm. Yeah. Yep. That's what it is. You know, it's like, like myself um, going from ILM, I was a realistic style animator and I had to learn that that's not the style of Vice Age 2. You know, yeah. I mean, there were moments for that. And trust me, I got a lot of those Manny walking <laughs> shots. Yeah. Um, but, <laughs> you know, I still yeah, got yeah, some scratch stuff too, you know. Oh, yeah, so yeah. it's, it's, that's, that's the thing. It's like, it's yeah. not, it's not your movie. You're being hired to help fulfill a vision. Mm. Um, nice. So own that. That's great. Very cool. Thank you. Very cool. good. Thank you. Well, Wes, we really, again, appreciate your time. I, we, we enjoy this. We know our audience enjoys this. It's always just, like I said, a, a neat opportunity to get to talk with people um, in the industry. And uh, so, yeah, just again, thank you for your time. I really appreciate that. Yeah. Thanks for thank having you me. So much. It was a lot of fun. That was awesome. Cool. All right. Yeah. Well, if you haven't checked out the Willoughby's, check it out. And uh, with that, we're out. Yeah.